Mama. Mamon. Mom. Mommy. Mommy. This is Mother Mine. Reflections on our mothers and how they've shaped us. 31. Everything. You know, she raised me on tarot and crystals and there were prisms hanging from our windows that shed light on the wall and she did a home birth for all of us back when it was actually illegal to do so and the attending women at my birth were two witches from her coven and she talked about her experience as a hippie and what drugs she tried and why she wouldn't recommend them And we talked about sex, you know, as a normal human experience. And we talked about love and intimacy and how sex and love and intimacy are not always related. And we talked about everything. I can't think of a single thing that has ever been off the table for us. I know that I am an extension of her. It's not like I started over. Because we always talked and because she shared so much of her life experiences with me, I feel like I didn't have to make all the same mistakes that she did. I feel like one real difference between us is just my confidence in who I am. And... I think that took her a lot longer to find. As a child, I have a lot of images of her tucking me in at night. So that was always a thing. And it it went on for years. Like I remember still loving to get tucked in as a teenager because it was like our chance to reconnect at the end of the day. So she would come in and she'd sit on the edge of my bed. And when I was a little kid, you know, she would rub my back and sometimes she would do like a guided meditation or sing a song. And then when I was older, it just became these conversations. And as a mother now, I have a lot of like amazement for her for never rushing me through it or at least I never felt that way I feel like sometimes at bedtimes now I'm like come on let's go you know because it's the end of the day and I'm exhausted and I remember those endless you know bedside talks and you know wanting one more back rub and one more song I feel like I've really seen her as a person for most of my life and yet there's this turning point in your 30s where you really get it like you get that not only is your mom a person but that like she probably had no idea what she was doing (laughs) when she was raising you and I think that comes in part from being a mom myself and just feeling these moments of complete and total lack of direction and realizing that she was experiencing that as well. So my parents got divorced when I was eight and the next few years were hard. 
my mom went back to work. So she had been home with us up till that point. So she went back to work and we were in this huge transition. My dad got remarried really quickly. And I was very angry at the time, like, like so much rage inside of me. And we would battle. I remember just slamming my door. We would fight about clothes. We would fight about cleaning my room. We would fight and fight and fight. And for a number of years, it seemed like the two of us were not going to actually make it through that period. And then we, after my freshman year in high school, we went on a trip cross country and we went to visit family in Washington state and Oregon. And we spent six weeks together. And that was such a game changer. That was really where we cemented the closeness that we have now. It was really special. And it was unexpected because I was a teenager and I totally didn't want to do this trip with my mom. I thought it was going to be so lame. And to this day, those are some of my favorite favorite memories and not just of her but just of like my life my mom has this very particular smell (laughs) I'm gonna go there because and it's a good smell and it's sort of like a crystal shop (laughs) like that's what my mom smells like and of course she can't smell it but everyone else can and my mom really likes scarfs um like the beautiful like Indian scarves. She likes to wear them in the summer and like all year round. It's like the lightweight ones. And they always smell so wonderfully like her. And so the joke is always like if she leaves one at our house, it's like coveted by me and the kids because it just has the utmost Mimi smell. I see my mom in the way that I cook, in the way that I can craft recipes from thin air. I see my mom in the way that I parent. I see her in the way that I'm a little bit messy (laughs) and sometimes a little bit gross, but not too gross. I see her in my artistic side. I also see her in my fear and doubt because I carry that with me too. I'm sometimes scared of greatness and that's very much something that she has. And also this deep and profound sense that the only thing I've truly ever wanted to do and really ever felt like I was exceptionally good at is being a mother. Thank you so much for listening to Mother Mine. I'd like to say a huge thank you to all of our contributors. If you'd like to submit your thoughts about your mother, we'd love to hear from you. Just visit ourmothersourselves.com. That's ourmothersourselves.com and click on Mother Mind for details of how to participate. There will also be a link in the show notes. I'd like to say a huge thank you to each and every one of our Kickstarter backers. Your generous contributions have made Mother Mind possible, and I am so grateful. Mother Mind is created by me, Katie Semro, and produced in conjunction with Our Mothers Ourselves. Buenas noches, mi amor.
Duerme bajo el rosal con las manos de